This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Flutterflow attracts cash for its low-code mobile app dev platform by Kyle Wickers. Low-code dev platforms have gained momentum in recent years in large part because they promise to shorten what's otherwise typically a lengthy app development cycle. According to data from analytics firm Global Data, there was a five-fold increase in VC funding into low-code dev platforms from 2021 to 2022. Demand has tapered off a bit since then as the focus shifts to AI, particularly generative AI. But low-code isn't going anywhere, as evidenced most recently by low-code dev startup Flutterflow's financing round. Flutterflow, which is building a low-code platform for mobile app developers, today announced that it closed a $25.5 million Series A, led by GV, formerly Google Ventures, Gradient Ventures, Google's AI-focused venture fund, Zoogler Ventures, and Y Combinator, among others, a source familiar with the matter tells TechCrunch, at an about $170 million valuation. The tranche brings Flutterflow's total raise to date to $30 million and will be put towards scaling Flutterflow's enterprise efforts and significantly increasing its investment in AI, according to CEO and co-founder Abel Mengistu. If you look at how many people have come online primarily through mobile devices over the last 10 years, it's a staggering number, Mengetsu told TechCrunch in an email interview. But even for large, successful companies with billions of dollars in annual revenue, delivering high-quality digital experiences is the exception, not the norm. That's ultimately the problem Flutterflow aims to solve. Mengetsu co-founded Flutterflow with Alex Greaves in 2020. The two met while working at Google on the Maps team, where they became friends. Flutterflow is the pair's second startup after the pandemic doomed their first, a restaurant recommendation app. We weren't making progress on our first startup and shut that down less than a year into it, Mengetsu said. Upon reflection, we realized we spent far too much time trying to build what should have been a relatively simple app on top of a lot of back-end complexity. That's when Alex and I decided to work on making it easier to build apps. Flutterflow provides low-code tools designed to make it easier to build apps that run on iOS and Android, as well as desktop OSs, example Windows and macOS. Leveraging Flutter, Google's open-source UI creation toolkit, Flutterflow generates what Abel describes as clean and maintainable app source code. There's no shortage of competition in the market for low-code app dev platforms. See AppSmith, which focuses on business apps, and Builder.ai, a modular app building suite. But Mangitsu asserts Flutterflow's differentiated in its emphasis on an open dev approach, i.e. allowing customers to deploy apps without any dependencies on its platform and fully centralized governance pipeline. On trend, Flutterflow's also embracing Gen AI, recently launching an AI-powered code assistant that can generate code given a description of desired functionality. Example, find the distance between two points. 
Flutterflow enables organizations to establish their core building blocks, such as design systems and components, that can be inherited and utilized across different projects, Mengitsu said. Vendor lock-in is a great strategy to extract maximum value in the short term, but we're focused on providing value for our customers. Flutterflow's strategy appears to be working for it. The company claims to have around 10,000 self-service-paying customers, about 1 million users, and a handful, between 10 and 20, of enterprise customers, mums the word on how large those enterprise customers are. Abel said that burn is currently minimal and that Flutterflow has several years of runway even with accelerated spend. Flutterflow is a tool that allows customers to accelerate timelines and increase productivity, Megitsu said. Therefore, headwinds can present an opportunity for us as decision makers are looking for ways to execute on ambitious product roadmaps amidst increasing financial constraints. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.